Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. Getting a wicked echo, Diesel. And we are the fan upstate rolling on until 7 p.m. today. Fantastic to have you guys with us. Don't act like you're not jealous of this voice. Don't act like it. I know you are. Okay? I know you are. Uh, Listen, those of you today, the haters of us and myself, the haters won Mark Ryan zero. You can hear it in the voice, doing the very, very best we can up in here, up in here. Here's how you guys can be a part of the show. You can hit us on the Renewal by Anderson fan phone, 844-326-3663 is the number to get to us on the show and the text line is there for you at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan, and away you go. All right, my friends, here is what's coming up on the show today. We've got your top 10 NFL brands. Despite all odds, this NFL predictor has remained unbeaten. Uh, we've got a true battle for the title of best coach in the state of South Carolina. We will tell you what we mean by that. We've got the top five at five. We've got Mark and Diesel's top five. And we have you here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. Always do appreciate you. Could not do it without you. Uh, I am right on the line today of being either tough or dumb, depending on, on, uh, you know, on, on, on your persuasion. I, I can't figure that out. But, my friends, we're going to rock it out. Let's promise each other this. Let's have some fun over the next four hours. Um, I thought it would be interesting to open with this. Um, you know, I, I was thinking about this today because so many, there's, you know, eight different openings in the National Football League. Many of them have been filled. Antonio Pierce and in Las Vegas, uh, they listened to the team. The team wanted him. Sometimes listening to the team works. Sometimes it does not. Uh, their star defensive end said, if you don't hire Antonio Pierce, I'm going to ask to be traded. I'd go ahead and trade anyone who said that anyway. I'm not going to be beholden to what anyone's demands are in the, uh, in the locker room. But I will say this to you. I will say this. As I've been looking at this and who should be hired and, and why, that, why this guy should get the gig, etc., um, I, I, it's, it's fascinating to me. I, like, I, I had a realization that it's not so much offense or defense. It is all about culture building. It is all about building cultures. And those coaches who do a really good job of that, it doesn't matter what side of the ball they're on. So, yeah, the NFL is leaning towards hiring offensive coaches. Of the last 69 NFL head coaching openings, Rob Gronkowski, thumb in the air, 69, Of the last 69, 46 have come on the offensive side of the ball, okay? Exactly two-thirds. Why is that? Well, 
the quarterback play has become so valued, some say overvalued, okay, that you need a quarterback whisperer because that position matters, is paramount to anything else, right? So because the quarterback position is now the end-all and be-all of your success as a football team, 82% of NFL divisions have been won um, by the team in a division that has the best quarterback over the last 10 years. You see it, I see it. I'll argue the quarterback position is overvalued, right? But when you lose, when you have an offensive coordinator and a defensive head coach, okay, if you lose the offensive coordinator, the team doesn't recover. The team is sinking. If you've got an offensive head coach with a star quarterback, you lose the offensive coordinator, the team is fine. Now, I can illustrate this. These two teams played over the weekend. All right? Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. Buffalo lost Brian Dable. They've got a defensive head coach. Buffalo and Josh Allen and the Bills have not been the same since. Not been the same since. Um, Andy Reid loses Eric sleeping with Biennemi. Um, Oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? They lost their offensive coordinator. They have literally Diesel and I to throw the football to. They're still back into the AFC championship game. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a big problem when you lose the guy that the quarterback is most connected to. And because of the importance of that position, we are leaning more offense than defense. But if you want to think about, if you want to ask yourself, who are the best of the best of the best? They're all culture builders. And I was asking myself this today. Uh, it, it's, it's interesting. I was asking myself this. Who are the best culture builders in football? College football, NFL. Like when I just think of culture builder, what face pops into your mind when we say culture builders? Who is it? I think of Dan Campbell. I think of D'Amico Ryans. I think of Dabo Sweeney. I think of Kirby Smart. Now, when I say to you, okay, what side of the ball do they coach on? Dan Campbell, quick, go. Uh, I don't know. What side of the ball was he? D'Amico Ryans, you know, because he was new, star linebacker at Alabama. John Harbaugh, what side of the ball was he? See what I'm saying? You don't know. Jim Harbaugh, what side of the ball was he? Is Jim Harbaugh an offensive coach or a defensive coach? What side of the ball is he? You don't know the answers to those because you don't look at those guys as offensive coaches or defensive coaches, okay? You look at them, you look at them as head coaches. You look at them as culture builders. That's what they are. That's who they are to you. And it's not, they're not beholden to one side of the ball. They are not tied to any side. They don't have any proficiency, et cetera. Um, and so that is something to, be, to remember. That is something to be on top of, right? Um, ben Johnson is a hot name right now, okay? He's a hot name right now. And it was interesting. I was watching uh, the other day the Herd with Colin Cowherd, and he, he was talking to an NFL executive. And the NFL executive said to him, Ben Johnson can call great plays. He can call great plays, but is he a culture builder? Do we know that he is a leader? Do we know that? Do we know that he's a leader? Do we know that he can um, lead a team, create a culture, etc.? That's what we're seeing, guys. That's what's winning. Why is Houston where they are? Well, C.J. Stroud helped, right? Made it to the final eight this year. C.J. Stroud certainly helped. But D'Amico Ryans built overnight, seemingly, a winning culture. Built that overnight. I realize that I never think to myself when it comes to the best coaches in sports, man, are they an offensive coach or a defensive coach? Dabo Sweeney is an offensive coach. Would you have known that? It's been how many decades since you even 
ask yourself, is Dabo Sweeney an offensive coach or a defensive coach? Nick Saban was a defensive coach. But you know what Nick Saban was? He was a culture builder. He was a culture builder. And that, to me, is what jumps out the most. So you tie that into, and we've got a clip here, um, my a, a, a candidate that I think should be a top candidate for the Carolina Panthers open coach position. Okay. Who should be, who should be, you know, really at the top of the list for Carolina right now? Okay. Who should it be? Well, I, I was thinking about this. And so today I'm doing research. I'm doing prep for this topic, culture builders. And I just did a Google search great coaches who are culture builders. Lo and behold, one of the articles that came up was about a guy that Carolina... Now, we're all hearing the same thing, okay? Dave Canales, Buccaneers offensive coordinator, is potentially in line. He's really impressed Dave Tepper, which really scares me. But I want you to listen to this clip right here. All right, it features Kevin Demoff. Kevin Demoff is the CEO of the Los Angeles Rams. Raheem Morris just won a Super Bowl year before last as defensive coordinator of the Los Angeles Rams. And it's crazy to me. You know, like the, the, the search that I, that I had on Twitter was culture builders, great culture builders, coaches, coaching builders. I I started doing searches for this. This came up on the search results, and it's Kevin Demoff talking about Panthers head coaching candidate Raheem Morris. Make the case for Raheem Morris, NFL head coach. One of the best leaders and culture builders I've ever been around. Wow. And and I was with Raheem in Tampa, um, but this is the guy who makes your building better. He's the glue guy who brings everybody together, your equipment staff, your training staff, your PR, the building, and the guy can coach. We had national media show up to camp. like, it's like major league. Like, who are, who these, are guys? these guys? Willie Mays you know, is in the outfield. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the groundskeeper is sitting there, you know, <laughs> you know, can't say it, you know, <laughs> you know, these guys are blank, you know, and you know, it's Aaron Donald and 10 nobodies. And we come out of the gate and we shut out Seattle in the second half, holding 13 points. And, you know, we've had five shutout halves this year. I think the defense finished 17th, 18th, made impact plays, brought I mean, Kobe Turner should win defensive rookie of the year, you know, nine sacks from an interior position, third round pick Byron Young, number two in sacks as an outside linebacker. Both rookies, you know, unbelievable. Both rookies are starting Darian Kendrick and Rusty East at safety. I mean, Christian Roseboom, guys we had hopes for, but nobody's heard, sure. you know, of these guys and turn them into a unit and mm-hmm. Raheem Morris wins the Super Bowl. You know, nine sacks in the second half. You know, we have this year, and you're fighting to get people to interview. And, you know, to me, that's just where the system, you know, is a little bit broken in in our world. And you get in a room with Raheem, and he was fortunate enough to get pretty deep with the Colts, you know, last year. But he has a vision for how he wants to play football, how he wants to lead. So I think you you have this dynamic coach, you know, who who has learned under – and not today, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Dan Quinn, Mike Tomlin, John Gruden, Monty Jay Kiffin. Gruden. I mean, Jay Gruden, I mean, like Mike Shanahan, like he has been with the pantheon, you know, of coaches. He'll, he'll go crush it. The words of his boss, Ram CEO, Kevin Demoff. Um, guys, if you want a culture builder, if you want a leader, it doesn't matter what side of the ball they're on. You know, whenever we've talked about that, I've been struggling because I feel like there's a flaw in the argument. Okay, just go get an offensive coach. Well, the Panthers have done that. Is it working? It's not working. Carolina just hired Dan Morgan to be their general manager. If, you know, when he has a press conference, I think it should be asked of him, how responsible were you for this mess that Carolina's in? You were part of the trading up giving up the whole farm to go up and get Bryce Young. You were part of that, right? How many other failed moves were you a part of? Realize, guys, is this is what we were worried about, that Dave Tepper's now created a situation where the names that you're hearing that are going for second and third interviews, 
Bobby Slowick, Houston Texans offensive coordinator. Second interview with the Falcons, okay? The Falcons and Panthers have it, they've not been dissimilar in results over the last decade, right? Save for the uh, Atlanta Falcons' total Super Bowl collapse, right? But over the last five years, these are two franchises haven't been dissimilar. The Falcons have interviews with Bill Belichick. The, fan, the, the Falcons have interviews with Jim Harbaugh, Bobby Slowick, because of Dave Tepper. I heard the phrase today, "Rider than you, Tepper tantrum. Let's let that one stick, right? Because of Tepper, they're so far down the list. You, the eight head coaches available, you got to get down to the eighth, ninth, or tenth best candidates. Dave Canales, sounds good to me. Because no GM wants to work with Dave Tepper, you got to go with somebody in-house who's just begging you for the job. Dan Morgan, there's our general manager. I understand Dan Morgan played. I understand he was at one time a pro bowler. But as a GM, he's a no-name. Dave Canales, offensive coordinator, relative no-name. What you want, what you need, is a culture builder. I think Raheem Morris could very well be that guy. By the way, best culture builders, just off the top of my head. Okay, I was thinking about this. Dan Campbell, D'Amico Ryans, John Harbaugh, Mike Tomlin, Nick Saban, Jim Harbaugh, Kirby Smart, Dabo Sweeney, and maybe, maybe Brian Kelly. Although Brian Kelly doesn't have a national championship, he just wins everywhere he goes. You know, Mike Tomlin, much maligned, I don't think they're going to win above and beyond where they are so long as they don't solve that quarterback position. But, brother, the fact that he is in year 17 and he's never had a losing season, that is insane. And it speaks to the culture that he has there. You don't think uh, Carolina would trip over themselves to get Mike Tomlin tomorrow if they could? Winning percentage of 633 as an NFL head coach? Incredible. Culture builders. That's what you want. Stop thinking offense. Stop th- thinking defense. This year, 14 playoff teams. Nine were offense, four were defense. Of the four teams remaining, okay, how many are offense, how many are defense? If I said to you, John Harbaugh is the one guy remaining that's on the defensive side of the ball, you'd say, huh, I didn't realize John Harbaugh was a defensive coach. That's because he isn't really. He's been a running backs coach and an outside linebacker coach. He's been a tight end coach. He's been a special teams coach. He's been a defensive back coach. Is it an offensive coach or a defensive coach? How about let's stop classifying. Let's just call him coach because he's a damn good one. Wouldn't it be something if our political culture was the exactly, exactly the same way? Is he a Democratic candidate or is he a Republican candidate? No, he's the best candidate. Okay, stop worrying about Democrat, Republican. He's the best candidate. He is the best leader of the free world. I think we've been looking for the wrong things. You want to look for a savant? You want to look for a great play caller? How about a leader? How about a culture builder? I've given you a whole list. And by the way, Kevin Demoff, LA Rams, just gave you another one. What do you say? Raheem Morris for the next Carolina Panthers head coach. Because after all, what they need is a culture builder. The culture is crap in Carolina. Total crap. And the owner created that. Four times in five years before he took over, they made the playoffs. No times in seven years have they made the playoffs since. You need a culture builder. I nominate Raheem Morris. Uh, Let's see here. Texter says, trade Max Crosby for basically saying... We Hey, we like this coach. You're crazy, LOL. You've got clueless owners hiring terrible coaches. Maybe player input is needed to push them into the right hire. Um, Texter, do you realize, like, he loves the interim coach. He's saying this interim coach is what we need. If you come to that determination on your own, great. So be it, okay? But I'm not, like, I would trade a player for giving me an ultimatum. 
it's he's overstepping his bounds, right? Overstepping his bounds. That's like, I would never put up with that if I was a GM or an owner. Hire this guy or trade me? Bro, like, you are a player, okay? Like, I, I just, that doesn't work for me, all right? And Antonio Pierce might be the right guy, might be the right, right head coach, but, like, like, you don't get to overstep your bounds if you're a player. doesn't matter what, um, what side you're on. Texter wants to know, Mark, Dan Campbell, was Dan Campbell on any side of the ball? Yeah, believe it or not. Dan Campbell is an offensive coach. Dan Campbell, third-round pick out of Texas A&M, uh, back up to Jason Witten during the Dallas Cowboys' heyday, tight ends coach of the Miami Dolphins, right? Tight ends coach of the New Orleans Saints. Dan Campbell, offensive coach. But the thing is, you don't even know that, do you? Why? You don't know that. I don't know that because we don't associate him with that. We associate him with building a great culture, being a leader in Detroit. You know, in a few years, you're going to forget what side of the ball D'Amico Ryans is on because he's a great leader and a culture builder. The Harbaugh's unanimously have had unbelievable success, both of them, okay? Harbaugh, John in one place, Jim in many places. What do they do every single place they're at? Culture builders, Kirby Smart, Dabo Sweeney. Look, Dabo may or may not be able to win at the highest level, not using the transfer portal. But you know what he's betting on? He's betting on the culture that he created. That's my take, and I am sticking to it. Up next on the show, when we talk brands in the National Football League, who first comes to mind? That's next. This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Diesel, and it's half of Mark Ryan. And we are the fan upstate. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's offsides mark ryan and diesel and we are the fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today, my friends. 
Fantastic to have you guys with us. Diesel, can you bring us in, our audience, into the uh, off-air conversation here? Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether this should bother me, and I'm still in the process of figuring out if it does. Diesel, <laughs> what do you got? Yeah, so this is something I saw on Twitter earlier today from the uh, from a Sunbelt uh, page on Twitter. It's not an official Sunbelt page. It's just a, a large, I guess, podcast or fan page. Um, and they're trying to figure out what the mascot for the Louisiana Raging Cajuns should be. Now, what you're saying to yourself, what, what do you mean, Diesel? You just said Raging Cajuns. They, they don't actually have a mascot. Like, they don't have uh, a logo that is a, a Cajun man. I don't really know exactly what a cartoon Cajun man would look like, but they don't have that, right? All they have is uh, Cajuns with an apostrophe S, and the apostrophe is a little chili pepper. That's kind of unique. I kind of like that. Uh, but Louisiana's always been kind of all over the place. They, they put the fleur-de-lis on the side of their helmet. Uh, they've got this chili pepper thing. They used to have, like, a man in a plush costume chili pepper that would wander the sidelines at their football games, but they don't have that any, anything like that right now, not officially at least. So the question is, Mark, you as a Florida alum, I was wondering if this bothers you. So uh, it's important to note that Louisiana has ripped off Florida in calling their football field the swamp. So they've already, they've already ripped you off in one way, and now it's being proposed that they adopt a, a mascot logo that is a white albino alligator and that's I'm just like that that should bother you because they've already taken the swamp. Now they're trying to take the alligator. The alligator's name would be Albino with an E-A-U-X, which is already an LSU thing with the Go Tigers. So it it seems to me very uh uninspired and copycat of everybody around you instead of doing something unique, which is the Rage and Cajuns. Adopt something with the Rage and Cajuns. Diesel, I why can't you trademark or patent a a mascot like your you can. team name? I like, but but you can't. Anyone can claim it. Anyone can call their team that. Oh, okay. Okay, okay I see you, what you, you mean. You can say you can say you can't have our exact logo. Sure. But you can't prevent anyone else from being the Gators. Well, there's 37 and tigers I, in this country. And I don't agree with that. Like, I think you should be able to be the only one of what you are. And I think that, like, the Gators, one of the reasons we love it is it's so, it's fearsome and it's unique and it's unmistakable. In every country of the world, Gators are associated with the University of Florida, right? And everyone is aware of that. Diesel, there are so many animals who are not used at, at all. For example, there's a town in uh, Michigan called Kalamazoo. Why aren't they the Kalamazoo Zebras? Like... Have you ever heard of a team name called the Zebras? The zebra, zebra is a beautiful animal, and it will kick your ever-loving ass if you get behind it. <laughs> like, I mean, it, like they've got a nasty bite. They've got a nasty streak. Why are these animals not used? Like, have you ever heard of a team name, the Zebras? No, you haven't. Why? You know, hippos are one of the most fearsome animals everywhere. How come that's not a team name? Okay? Think about how, how well that would fit if your best player was a fat offensive lineman. He's a hip-hop anonymous. Like, think of how great that would be. We don't use rhinos. Rhinos is probably some minor league team name. But, like, why isn't rhino, uh, you know, like a, a pro team? These are fearsome animals. We had it the, doesn't uh, make any sense to me. The Greenville, what was it? The Greenville, I think it was the early hockey team, or it was one of the early arena football teams were the Rhinos, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. It was before I moved here, but I'm pretty sure there was a Greenville Rhinos, like you said, arena football team. But, yeah, I, I get your point in that – Having having already named your field the swamp, if you're Louisiana, 
I get. I mean, I get how it makes sense for Louisiana, right? A lot of swamps in Louisiana. It makes total sense to call it the swamp. But the problem is, Florida is already known and associated with the swamp, so you should not use it. And then you're also going to try to rip off the Gators, because I mean, it it would be a, 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 a white alligator sort of standing up on its hind legs, anthropomorphized, wearing a um, wearing a red jersey or shirt or something like that. So, and it would say Raging Cajuns across the front of the shirt. So you could look at it and, and know, obviously, that that's not a Florida Gator. But it just feels like another quasi ripoff of Florida. And it is. And I just said, why don't you, why don't you be something that's known exclusively to Louisiana swamps and use Nutria as your mascot, which is basically looks like a big beaver. Got to be careful how you say that on the radio. That's also true. Hey, beavers are a lot of people's favorite animals. All right? Be very careful about that. Um, Guys, could you – I don't have this information in front of me right now. The history of Gamecocks, right? It's a fighting bird. I understand. The history of the Clemson Tigers. You know, if you were thinking of a mascot, of a new mascot, that's inherent to this state, what would be – the best South Carolina team name. Potholes. Now, with your, <laughs> with your the uh, the South Carolina shoot diesel that that road <laughs> to Charlotte that ne- that ne- that never never is completed. The Greenville pilots never finished. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please don't do this to me, man. I'm sick. Can't you hear? <laughs> um, the South Carolina shoot. It, what, what's something that would be inherent to the state of South Carolina? And, you know, like, let's think, like, use, use our brains here to come up with something that is not just falling in line with everybody else. Eagles and Tigers. You know, the Auburn family has screwed the pooch here twice. They have the two most common names, and they can't figure out which one they're going to go to. Alabama Crimson Tide. The picture of uniqueness, Michigan Wolverines, Wisconsin Badgers. It's kind of, Badgers and Wolverines are kind. Are they close to being the same animal? Kind of, um, th- but they're unique, right? Minnesota Golden Gophers, Oregon Ducks. You know, it's like okay. Well, the Ducks is not really a fearsome creature, but we can have a duck and we can't have a rhino. We can have a duck, but we can't have a zebra. What? Like, how does this even make any sense? So, yeah, Louisiana, Raging Cajuns. Be the Ghost Peppers, okay? That's your, that is your mascot. Leave Florida alone, all right? Plus, we will take your nominations. If there was a new team from the state of South Carolina and you wanted a name that would be inherent to our state, unique to our state, what would that name be for you? 844-326-3663 is the number. You guys helped us. Greenville Spartans, if there was ever a pro team here. Diesel, you wouldn't believe how much pushback I got from our C grades. You gave a C minus. I gave a C to the sports scene in the upstate yesterday. Um, and people were offended by that. They're like, just because we don't have an NFL team, just because we don't have... Well, look, guys, look, here's the scoop. Here's the skinny. It's not just because of this or that. It's because the efforts to bring sports here are so poorly received that it's hard to get future bigger teams to come to the area. You know, it's hard to, what is your pitch to the XFL, to the USFL, to Major League Soccer? What's your pitch? I think your pitch is... your pitch is, well, the, the, the county has voted it down three times. We're really hoping this one's going to stick. See what I'm saying? And then you say, okay, well, let's see the attendance for the teams you do have. Okay? And you find very, very limited support. Uh, uh, this guy's a friend of mine, Gray Thompson. He says, wait, you dropped us two grades for not having an NBA or NFL team? I see your point. I just disagree. We're closer to both Atlanta and Charlotte than millions of fans are to the stadiums and courts they fill, but we have better weather, better traffic, and Furman. 
all true. But college and high school football are the only sports here that receive A-level support. Our pro teams receive limited support. And initiatives for new stadiums are shot down, all of which closes growth opportunity for our area. And those are only half of the equation. You know, we, 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 we made it full well and clear that Clemson Athletics and Furman Athletics and USC Upstate Athletics and Wofford Athletics have been, have been good around here. Wofford, maybe more like 15 years ago in football, they were excellent. But that's only half of the equation, Texter. And part of it, you're limited, yes, because Atlanta and Charlotte already have a stranglehold on a lot of the pro sports. But when I've brought it up to you, the only pro sport that the, neither of those cities have that could work really well is NHL hockey. Every time I bring it up, you guys are like, "Yeah, no, don't really care. Not interested. You know, Nashville didn't have a hockey culture before they got the Predators. And that atmosphere is elite. That atmosphere in Nashville is as good as it gets. And it's a blast to be a part of. But you guys won't even entertain the possibility of having it. Because, no, we don't want the attention. No, we don't want the traffic. No, we don't want to chip in uh, anything when it comes to paying for a new stadium. No, we don't, we don't want people outside of this area to know about us. That's how you guys talk about this. You guys shut it down every single time it's brought up. That's why the upstate sports scene isn't better than a C or a C-minus grade. Yeah, and we've got, we've got our own civil war here, of course, uh, between like the old guard and the new guard. New blood, they've been here less than 10 years. They're progressive. They want the area to grow. Old guard fighting a losing fight to try to keep things the same. You can never keep things the same. That, that, is, that is such a failed approach in life, trying to keep things the same. Texter wants to know, is Harbaugh to L.A. a done deal or just reported right now? It's not reported as a done deal. They've had a second interview. Um, you know, Harbaugh's one of those guys, he's got to feel conviction in something, right? And everything with him is a process. So I think the Chargers are going through the process right now. Uh, I'm told that he's open to negotiating a deal. So we'll see if it happens. Yes, that was arena football. That was, was it the Greenville Rhino, Diesel? Rhinos, yes. Greenville Rhinos, how about that? Texter says, all I can think of is the zebras taking the field dressed as referees. Because <laughs> referees are called zebras, right? Michigan J. Todd, text of the day warning. He says, I always thought that a sports team from the very real town of Intercourse, Pennsylvania should be the Trojans. What do you think? <laughs> I see what you did there, Michigan J. Todd. Texter says, hungry hippos. Again, Texter. Um, oh, Hungary, as in the country, Hungary hippos. That's kind of low-key brilliant. Texter says South Carolina armadillos. Texter says the South Carolina lizard men or the swamp things, both South Carolina folktales. Swamp thing is getting a little bit too close to my alma mater, Texter. Texter says the Charleston shrimp. See, I'm down with that. Like, I, I want something inherent and unique to this area. Okay, that other other states don't have. Stop trying to be the Tigers. Stop claiming names that everyone else has. Stop coming after my my alma mater's mascot. Cut it out. The Carolina Cooters, due to Allendale, South Carolina, having the Cooter Fest each year. Diesel, d dumb question warning. What is a Cooter Fest and what is a Cooter? Anybody? Miller Fry? What is a cooter fest and what is a cooter? I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. Texter says the South Carolina hush puppies. Let's let's try to be a limited little bit intimidating, Texter. What do you think? Just a wee bit? All right. Up next, my friends, we have a debate on the NFL's best and biggest brands. That is on the flip side. Here on the show, that gives you both sides. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel.
and we are the fan upstate. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops. Getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I just realized that I totally screwed up. So, um, the wife and I have something uh, fun going on right now in our lives, okay? Now, it involves an attorney's office, but it is fun, okay? Uh, And that's all I'm willing to share on that right now because I don't want to jinx anything. So, here's where I made a mistake. Um, I was in this uh law firm today and uh when it was like anyway they uh, got talking about like what do you guys do what do i do and then one of the guys who works at this uh law firm um looked at the paper and he said mark ryan mark ryan you're mark ryan and i was there for like uh an hour and had a had a really good conversation chatting had to sign a couple things, do a couple things. And anyway, uh, the law firm is the McCord Law Firm. And Dan, Erica, Katie, and Matt were awesome today. Just awesome. And helped me with everything that I need needed. And they could tell, like, I went in there masked up. And, you know, obviously, you guys can tell I'm, I'm battling the crud right now. Um, but they were incredible. And I told them that I was going to give them a shout right at the start of the show at three today. And I'm never like I'm I I, I got to make sure that I don't do that again. And the reason is that I got so many things on my mind when the show is beginning. I never remember to do it. Like it's just it's you got to really be focused on that right at the start of the show to do it. But to the McCord Law Firm, uh, cheers to you guys, Matt, Dan, Erica, Katie. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for how you helped us uh, today, helped me and the wife today. And uh, they are um, they're on Adley Way in Greenville. Just simply awesome folks. The McCord Law Firm. Guys, thank you so very, very much. Sorry, my apologies that the shout-out came late. But, um, you know, I hope you understand. Just a million things going on my, in my mind when the show is getting underway. Um, a quick comment on this and then back to the task at hand. Um, guys, you are most contagious, right? You guys can hear battling through it right now. You're most contagious. The, uh, you know, the first day or two that you're sick. Okay. So last Thursday, um, you know, I was feeling run down and my wife and Jackson stayed home from school and work sick and I was feeling run down. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do the show from home this day because I don't want to bring this to the, to the office. Well, it turned out we had a technical issue, had to go to the office. And Diesel said to me, Mark, do you mind wearing a mask? Now, you guys, if you haven't seen our studio, um, you know, our studio, like we're, Diesel and I are in the same room. Diesel, how far apart would you say we are? No more than four feet. Yeah, we're four feet breathing spitting on each other uh not on purpose right facing but right at each droplets other. of saliva facing right each other for four hours okay 
and I am at my most contagious point with what I'm dealing with right now, okay? Diesel says to me, Mark, can you wear a mask for the show today? Sure, no problem. Um, well, it wasn't a problem until you try to breathe with that thing while you're hosting a show, and it's like, <laughs> you can't. Like, you can't take the kind of breath that I need to take to do the show. But anyway, my point is simply this. Not a political statement. It, uh, Diesel, are you sick today? I am not. That's all I wanted to say, folks. Okay? At my most contagious, with what I have right now, breathing four feet away from Diesel for four hours, with a mask on, I am sick. He is not. That's, that's all I wanted to say about that. All right. All I wanted to say, Uh, by the way, yes, Diesel, you took a call during the commercial break. uh, Somebody that wanted to wanted to take us to task about something. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we got a call from uh, a gentleman named Paul uh, who said claimed that he was going into a business somewhere and didn't have time to come on the air and talk to us. Uh, But he was pushing back on our claim that the upstate doesn't invest financial resources into new stadiums. And he wanted to bring up that the city of Spartanburg is putting, uh, I forget the number he said, several hundred million dollars. That was the that was what he said, several hundred million. I can't confirm that into a new baseball stadium for a Spartanburg minor league team. Uh, to which I would say, Paul, why are you know when when you're talking about wanting to improve the upstate sports scene, and I think it's a fantastic thing for Spartanburg to be getting a, a, a minor league baseball team. Why, is, why are the upstate residents fine with putting hundreds of millions of dollars into minor league sports but are completely unwilling and vehemently opposed to putting money into major league sports? That is something I don't understand. Yeah, Diesel, I, I mean, I don't, I don't get it either. Um, but we, all we have here, Diesel, are minor league sports. Right. Is that not accurate? I think it goes back I mean, to we, we your don't... general statement about the the um, territoriality, you know, the small enclaves of little towns all over the upstate, each having their very own identity. I think there's a I, – I think it could legitimately be said that people of Spartanburg don't want to be associated with a Greenville major league sports team. People of Greenville don't want to be associated with Spartanburg. They don't want to be associated with Anderson. Greer does not want to be associated with Easley because everybody is so fiercely territorial over the small town that they're from. We got to get over that, guys. Like, we we are the upstate. That is what we are, okay? Um, It doesn't matter what the town name is. We are the upstate of South Carolina, Okay. Doesn't bother me if you called the whole area Spartanburg. Doesn't bother me if you called the whole area Greenville. Doesn't bother me if you called the whole area Upstate. But yeah, I think the territoriality um, really, really hurts us when it comes down to it, man. And that, that, my friends, is what we've got to, what we've got to get past. We really, what we've got to get past. All right, um, let's see here. Eight four four three two six three six six three is the number to get to us on the show. Um, Diesel, by the way, I was not upset about Louisiana having a mascot that is a gator until you sent me the bloody picture of what this looks like, and now I am pissed, Diesel. Now now that I've seen this, it's a pretty nifty-looking logo. Yep. It's pretty pretty sweet, actually. Um, But that is very clearly a gator. A gator is not a raging Cajun, okay? I've never seen what a raging Cajun is, if I'm honest with What's you. What's funny is I but searched. But now that I've seen it, I'd object. I, I searched object. what a Cajun, uh, Cajun man would look like. I just, just did a Google search. Cajun man cartoon. The problem is it looks an awful lot like the App State Mountaineer Yosef, so you couldn't do that either. They'd have to make it distinctly different from him. That's crazy. All right, my friends. Coming up next on the show. uh, The battle for the best coach in the state of South Carolina. 
comes down to two. My name is Mark Ryan. I'm half the man I used to be. And he is Diesel. And we are the fan upstate. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.